0: Welcome to Energy Efficiency Markets Podcast, where we provide news and analysis about energy efficiency markets and trends.
1: Deutsche Bank estimates the markets for energy efficiency in small to medium enterprises to be $279 billion in the U.S. alone. This is Lisa Cohn with Energy Efficiency Markets Podcast, and joining me are Dennis Quinn, COO of Jewel Assets, and Richard Jones. Um who's with HSP Group, and they're going to talk about the first portfolio-wide insurance product to meet the needs of this market.
0: Be sure to pick up our free newsletter at energyefficiencymarkets.com to get an early jump in prospects and trends from some of the most experienced reporters in the business. That's energyefficiencymarkets.com.
1: Hi, Dennis and Richard. Thanks for joining me.
0: Thank you. Thanks for having us.
1: So can you start by talking a little bit about the market that you're tapping into?
2: Sure. Um, So we've targeted our investment fund to bring capital to uh, the small to medium commercial market. These are medium to small commercial facilities who seek and could benefit from energy efficiency improvements, uh, oftentimes don't have the capital to uh, deploy these solutions on their own. And as a result, they're seeking capital where, where um, the, the investments can indeed then allow for the deployment of uh, HVAC lighting improvements, for instance, and allows them to do it with no capital upfront. Um, in order to do this, um, there are several aspects of the investments in these facilities being small to medium commercial. That is, um, the performance aspect, will the savings actually be realized and the second part is the the creditworthiness or just, you know, the, the ability of the customer to pay and uh, pay back the investment over the course of four years. Mm-hmm. So the, we've worked hard at um, managing the underwriting aspects for the medium to small commercial as, uh, parts of this. And um, we're... of of the mind and getting feedback from the capital markets that being able to provide a solid support for the performance aspects, knowing that the contractors and the measures, the the equipment going in, they're proven, but the contractors are oftentimes not very large, not the very largest of, of the contractors out there. So the investment community being able to see that there's kind of an investment grade entity standing behind that performance is a huge benefit in order to attract, Larger chunks, the type of capital needed to really tap into this two hundred and seventy-nine billion dollar market.
1: Mm-hmm. So, so what you're doing then is you're you're covering some of these, um, you're quote unquote insuring them um, for some of these issues that investors worry about.
2: That's correct. So when when we talk to investors and we demonstrate and show the vetting process and the the, the um the steps we take in in connecting with our contractor partners so we bring this capital to market through our contractor network across the country mm-hmm. um they see the contractors and they see that's great um and what happens over the course of the four years if let's say a contractor goes out of business or something mm-hmm. or they misestimate um we um Um, with our relationship with the contractors, have them do all the steps necessary to assure uh, that that savings is going to come. That that provides the investment community some comfort. But if they can then basically look at this as a broader product to say, you know, I don't have to understand the ultimate details or get into the weeds of this. Mm-hmm. If I know that I've got some investment-grade party who's kind of done that, who's gone through all of that, and is standing behind the fact that those savings will indeed arrive uh, and show up – Customers around, that's huge for us as an investor. And so this was the impetus for our effort to start our discussions with Hartford Steam Boiler, for instance, who had expressed an interest in wanting to tackle this portfolio based approach. And it was indeed. Uh, uh, Richard Jones, who, who kind of approached us and, and started this conversation no less than a year ago. So it's been a, a really an amazing trip to be able to get to where we are.
1: Now, tell me, back up and tell me, Har- Hartford Steam Boiler, what is Hartford Steam Boiler and what did they want?
2: Well, Richard, Steam- why don't you tackle that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: Hartford Steam Boiler Inspection Insurance Company uh, uh, was uh, created uh, really back in 1866 by... Folks who recognize that if steam boilers were built to certain specifications, uh, they wouldn't explode. And Back then, there was about a steam explosion once a week. Oh, wow. So they started an engineering company ensuring uh, the uh, performance of uh, steam boilers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and They were integral to the development of the uh, uh, pressure vessel codes, and they still are worldwide. So we are an equipment insurer. We're the largest equipment insurer in the world. Uh, we are owned by the largest reinsurer of the world. Uh, reinsurer is a company that insures other insurance companies. Do mm-hmm. you agree? Uh, so we are an engineering-based insurance company. Um, uh, we have uh, an analytical comp- component, of course, uh, but the fundamental par- uh, tenet of our business really is uh, engineering. Uh, so we do not—we uh, don't insure cars, for example. We insure equipment uh, that is stationary. Uh, Heating, cooling, ventilation, uh, large uh, digesters, generators, power generation uh, equipment and and plants, uh, office buildings, switchgear. I mean, it's the equipment insurer aspect of this. Okay. That's that's where. So that's that's really what the company is, the equipment insurer.
1: So you, so Jewel and um, and Hartford Steam Boiler formed a partnership that provides this kind of. Um, insurance and um, confidence to investors, correct?
0: Correct. But the, it's interesting how this started because uh, I don't think anyone that listens to this will, will you know, enjoys writing a premium check to any insurance company, and that includes probably us, at least me. And as a result, we recognize that insurance is an expense and it has to have value uh, beyond classical means. And way, uh, as Dennis articulated, one of the values of this product is confidence to the investors, but financially there's also a lowering of reserves required for each project, which allows the same amount of money uh, to uh, fund more projects. And uh, so there's a credit enhancement value of this insurance uh, that is uh, really multiples of the actual cost. And what we've been able to do uh, together uh, with this in this area is develop a product that's cost effective. Uh, underwriting, uh, in, uh, uh, energy efficiency projects can be, uh, time consuming and, uh, and also expensive, uh, from, a, from an initial cost perspective. Mm-hmm. And what we've been able to do really is utilize our, uh, previous work with other insurance companies, ensuring their portfolios adapted that methodology, uh, to the energy efficiency specifically, uh, industry and came up with a cost-effective product to underwrite small and this is why, in a sense, is kind of interesting, is that we've been able to crack the nut, as I would say, to able to uh, cost-effectively underwrite small projects.
1: Hmm. Interesting. Um, very interesting. So, where are you now? Have you um, have you gotten started?
0: Yes.
2: <laughs> yes, we have. <laughs> we've uh, we've uh, we're excited. It's always getting those first few in. So we've got projects now. Uh, under the insurance umbrella, the contractors that we're currently working with are already enjoying the benefit of having a lower reserve margin. So the way that we have mitigated some of this risk in the past is we have required our contractor partners to set aside part of their um, Their margin, their their profit on a project, and hold that over the course of the project's life, which is a number of uh, up to four years. Mm -hmm. So that's a it's a burden on the contractors. These aren't large contractors, and so what this allowed us to do is to reduce that burden on them, let them put a bit more money in their pocket, further uh, in, in engaging them. So now they're more enthused about participating in a in a plan like this because now they can make actually they can make more returns on a project by participating in it for four years than just doing the project, installing the equipment, and then leaving. Mm-hmm. Um, this allows them to have ongoing service uh, revenues and ongoing customer engagement. Quite like, frankly, what we're finding, even with the uh, about a year under our belt of experience, is that um, there are f- additional opportunities to install more energy efficiency equipment. As you may know, there's, there's new products and very innovative ways to mm-hmm. save energy coming out almost monthly and so this allows to be able to go back to the customer and say hey we found another plug load energy efficiency measure which might be able to help Mm -hmm. so it's really from the investor side it's been a benefit because they've seen that this is really a a solid uh, kind of proven path to investment on the contractor side we're getting much more interest now um, increased interest from contractors who now can can participate in the long-term program and make make more on that by that participation. So mm-hmm. it's really it's really worked out well, and we're excited. Like I said, we've got our first ones uh, under under the insurance uh, coverage, and um, it's uh, it's terrific. So we're looking to get more in.
1: So so the entities that are insured are the contractors.
2: The we the benefit. So the fund is the beneficiary. The investors are the beneficiary, and really. Uh, Hartford's Steam Boilers project could target a number of different beneficiaries, because I, I, my sense is that you know, this is a market that's going to be much bigger than our fund. This is a, It's a huge market, as you mm-hmm. indicated, $279 million. Well, our sense is there's going to be other participants, which we want. We want more participants, more uh, sources of capital coming into this marketplace on the small to medium commercial, because it's just been overlooked for so many years. And we expect that Hartford Steam, quite frankly, is doing this because there's a much bigger market. They can approach with other parties who who have the discipline to be able to um, uh, manage their portfolios in a way where they can see that it is uh, it's time tested and it is there's an oversight that they can then trust so they can provide a portfolio based approach. as opposed to the past approach, which was, Evaluating and engineering each and every project, which for the s- medium to small, as Richard had said, it just it just overburdens the project with cost and time.
1: Mm-hmm. So the the portfolio based approach is presented to who? <laughs> I'm confused.
2: So this is for us. For instance, we are a uh, our investors uh, look to us to work with a number of contractors. So our portfolio of all the contractor projects we have okay. is now going to be covered under this insurance approach. And so our investors are the beneficiary. So that if any one of those um, uh, comes up short, then if we, to an extent we make a claim on a given project, for instance, if for whatever reason it just didn't work, then uh, that, that, uh, that, that claim comes back, the, the funds come back to us, and it provides the investors the base return that we were looking to try to achieve with those energy savings.
1: Okay, so let me summarize here. Um, So so you present the investor with a portfolio of projects that are associated with the contractors that you work with.
2: That's correct.
1: Okay. Um, And then where does Hartford Steam Boiler come in?
2: So we'll invest in these projects. The contractors will come to us with a cost and they'll come to us with an estimate of savings for that project. And those energy savings are what are used to pay back that investment. And to date, prior to our insurance, we would go out and we would uh, invest in those projects, but, but, but our investors purely take the risk that those projects will indeed deliver the energy efficiency savings. So if the projects don't deliver savings, then that capital the investment's not going to be returned the way that we, the way that the investors anticipate it will and the way that we think it will.
0: So what yeah, this does, I mean, instead Dennis, of the insurance, Yeah. There's one sure. thing. I think you missed an, uh, missed a, an important point there that uh, sure. before uh, we were, uh, had the insurance in place, uh, Joe assets had a risk management strategy where they held some of the actual project costs in reserve right. to pay for potential losses. Right, and so that was in place. What effectively is done now is that with the insurance, those reserves are now lowered.
1: Right, and and that that's an and, and that's part. for the contractors. That's for the contractor benefits for having a lower reserve. because right.
2: It's less burden on them, and it's also for the investors because now they can, instead of just looking at that reserve as the ability to to capture the any shortfalls in returns, they can look to an investment grade party to say, oh, well, these guys will write a check for that shortfall in returns. I don't have to worry about whether the reserve is big enough."
1: Mm-hmm. And what is the name of the investment grade party? Is it? Did you guys come up with a? That's uh, Hartford Tinsleyer, degree. Okay. <laughs> Okay, yeah, sure. Okay. I thought maybe you would come up with an LLC or a new name or something because you're partnering.
2: Um, no, no, this is really our investors can say we can look to Hartford Steam to uh, uh, provide the shortfall, uh, shortfall capital to the extent that there's any shortfalls. We can look to them as opposed to uh, being concerned about whether there's enough in the reserve to cover a shortfall right. in performance.
1: Right, so you're basically promising uh, yeah. to back up the project. Um. All right. Well, yeah. very interesting. I think that uh, uh, what you're doing is really important. I've heard over and over again. Are you familiar with the Investor Confidence Project in yeah, California? Very much. Yeah, yeah. that
2: golden and, and the yes. effort they've got.
1: Yeah. So you're... you're... In, fact, uh, in
2: fact, what we're we're looking to do with that was an interesting point, Lisa, is we're looking to actually, uh, because we think it's a great branding as well, and we think it's a good discipline that they're putting on. It's more of a of a process process. Uh, approach that they're taking on the front end to have kind of a consistency and process for projects. Um, we think that we c- certainly meet that investor confidence project um, hurdles and thresholds and are looking to kind of incorporate that to uh, provide additional kind of uh, continuity and familiarity in the marketplace using that kind of a, of a branding that ICP has, which is, I think is a good solid one.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, awesome. Great. Well, thank you so much for joining, uh, joining me.
0: You're yes, well, thank you, thank you for the time.
1: All right. Thanks a lot. Bye bye now. Good. Okay. All
0: right. Bye bye. Be sure to pick up our free newsletter at energyefficiencymarkets.com to get an early jump in prospects and trends from some of the most experienced reporters in the business. That's energyefficiencymarkets.com.